Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. Got a couple of you today. Cool. I like it. Tyler! I haven't seen you in so long. Oh my gosh. Is that Linnea Carver? Oh my gosh. I don't even know what to do. I haven't seen you in like forever. I'm dead. (laughs) Okay, you guys. So uh, we are this morning going to go through um, my open house marketing plan. We talked about this last week when I talked about uh, my favorite ways to generate leads and open houses, I think was like number three of organic. And um, it was something that a lot of people who are not here wanted to know more about. So if you are here and you don't want to know more about it, well, thank you for being here anyway, because I'm going to teach it. I'm going to teach it again. <laughs> um, and we're going to go through it because the re- the thing with uh, the thing with open houses is that right now, in this market, how many of you are seeing listings sitting a little bit longer? Right? How many of you are seeing like, if it's not your listing, it's other listings, you're seeing you're seeing listings just sit a little bit longer, right? So right now, the plan, what I'm going to teach you today is going to become super, super, super helpful for you if you don't have any business. And even if you do have business, it's going to become helpful for you in making sure your listings sell. I put a listing on the market yesterday and we are the lowest price one in the neighborhood, lowest price. And it is that it's like crickets, it's like crickets, so quiet, right? It's just like, okay, well, and here in, here in the Seattle area, uh, we, if you, I don't know if your markets are like this, but um, in the Seattle area, August is dead. It's just like, uh, because everyone's on vacation, right? Like kids are like going to go back to school in a couple of weeks, right? So it's like everyone's kind of getting the final the final bouts of summer in. So the real estate market is dead, okay? So I always let sellers know when you put your house on the market in August, well, you know, let's level set your expectations on what you are hoping for. Um, so this is where what I'm going to teach you today is going to come in really handy. So this is not uh, for listings that go on the market today. Okay, that they're not going to be able to make it work. This is for listings that have been on the market for a while. My rule of thumb when we go through it, I'll tell you, is about at least 14 days, so at least two weekends on market. That's when this open house plan comes really, really, really handy. So thank you, those of you who are joining me right now. If you are able to turn on your cameras, you know I love it. Uh, It makes me feel so much better when I know I'm actually talking to people versus black boxes (laughs) with um, writing on it. So thank you. Okay, so here we go. How many of you have seen this before? I think Julie has. Julie's like the only one. Cool. Tyler has. Cool. Well, it hasn't really changed much, but we're going to talk about it anyway. So here we go. Um, first things first, when it comes to um, open houses, you have to give yourself time to market them. Okay. I have a couple of rules that I like to put behind open houses. You have to adjust the timeline as it suits your market. Okay. I'm going to give you what I call a week for marketing an open house. This is a, it takes one week to do this. So if you have listings, if you want to try to adjust it to be a three day timeline, that's fine. It can, you can do it. 
Uh, but make sure that your MLS allows the suggestions that I'm making. So just because I'm saying something doesn't mean you can do it. You just got to double check. So know your rules, know your lo lo know what it know what you can do, can and can't do. Also know what your brokerage rules are, because when I did this, um, I ran this for other people at other brokerages, open houses. Some brokerages don't like that. Okay, so make sure you know your rules. So just just remember that. I'm putting all these all these disclaimers out there, so you can't ever say that I told you to do something that you can't do. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so um, it works really well for sale listings. It can be used for a brand new listing, but you're going to see why it works better for sale listings. Um, if you do use it for a brand new listing, you have to condense it significantly. So just remember on that. Um, but always remember what I'm going to show you. This is a way for you to represent your brand to your audience and your community. So you have to be really strategic. You have to be strategic. I always prefer to do vacant houses because they're much easier to access and you'll see why in a minute here. And as you go through this, you're gonna to wanna to make sure this is not your listing. Did you have a really good communication plan with the listing agent? You can do this for really low cost. It takes planning, organization, but it's a lot of fun and you can be super creative, okay? All right, so basically this is, uh, like I said, a one week timeline starting, uh, starting on Monday. Okay. On Monday, that's the day that I'm like, let's pretend I'm going to do open houses one day a week. Okay. I really only like to do one open house a week. I've never been the one who tries to cram back to back to back to back to back open houses. Okay. Because what I want to do when I'm doing an open house is I want to make sure that I'm actually marketing. Marketing doesn't happen when you're going back to back to back to back. Strategic marketing takes time. Okay. So first things first, on Monday, spend about an hour doing this. Do some research and understand what open house you want to do. The way I used to go through this is I would go through the MLS and I would choose, I would look at listings in neighborhoods that I wanted. So a really good example for me would be like here where I'm at. Uh, I really like Lake Taps. Okay. Lake Taps is a higher price point. I like the houses. If I'm strategic enough, I can do a, a lakefront property, right? And that's the prop. Those are the market. Those are the those are the, the homes that I'm trying to target right now. So if you have a, a type of home or a lifestyle that you're trying to target, look for those listings on the MLS. Make sense? Don't find listings that have really crappy pictures. Do not find listings that have really, really crappy iPhone pictures. That's not, gonna, that's not gonna work. They have to have professional, professional photos. It has to be staged. Okay. Those are my those are my two things. You might not have the same expectations. Mine had to be staged and it had to have professional photos because that's really the only marketing the agent did. Staging and photos. Okay. So be strategic. Take about take some time, go through, find the price point, find the neighborhood, find listings that have been on the market about 14 days. The reason why you want 14 days is because. About about four, 14 days in is when the agent kind of starts giving up. <laughs> they kind of start giving up. Their initial marketing campaigns, if they ran any, are probably over. You know, they're probably not doing a lot to like try to push it anymore. They're just trying to hope the MLS comes. This might be the time that they're going to start talking to their client about a price drop without doing additional marketing. Um, and my, my theory on price drops, we could talk about that on a different call. But um, this is why you kind of want to look for those listings and be super strategic. Find the ones that are something that you would want to represent. Like you look at it, you're like, God, I would love to have that listing. This is what I would do with it, right? That's the listing you want. 
Always make sure to obtain written approval from the agent. So give the agent a call. Hey, Jane, it's Linnea. I'm calling from EXP. I saw you have a beautiful listing on the market. It's been on the market for a couple of weeks. How's traffic going? Oh, it's been dead, right? You're gonna hear that all the time. Cool. Would your seller like to have an open house? I don't see that there's any, any, any coming up. Would your seller like to have one? I know it's been a couple of weeks. And nine times out of 10, they're gonna say, yeah. Nine times out of 10. So I'm gonna say, cool. So Gene, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna send you over a quick email. I just need you to reply back, yes. And in my email, I'm gonna send, you know, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna market your open house. It's going to include Facebook, Instagram, social media, pictures, video, whatever it is, right? Whatever you're gonna do in your marketing, uh, I wanna make sure that they understand that they're giving me permission to use that. Always in writing, always in writing. The other thing you wanna do if you're doing someone else's listing, someone else's open house, you want to make sure you give them results. So if you're going to reach out and you're going to do an open house for them, make sure you give them results. Nothing is worse than when someone is doing my open house and I have to chase them down to tell me what happened for, for, my, for that. You know what I mean? That's, that's like, you're the one who asked me to do it, but I have to chase you down for the results. My brain has a hard time comprehending the logicalness of that. Okay. Find a hosting partner. Never do open houses alone. Safety, 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 safety. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, when you start seeing, we see a little bit more of this. I prefer my hosting partner to be another agent. Lenders are great, but here's the problem. Sorry if there's any lenders on this call. I love you all. You all do. You're amazing. You're part of this process. We need you. Lenders don't, they're not as outgoing. They're not as outgoing. Lenders are more like the, okay, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to try to get your application real quick. That's what I'm going to try to do. They're just not as outgoing. So I always try to find another agent. Always try to find an agent that has a personality. Don't find an agent who likes to sit behind the computer all day. Not going to work, people. Not going to work. Find an agent that has a personality. Like someone who's not afraid to talk to people because open houses are all about talking to people. Okay. You also want to find an agent for this reason, because all the marketing we're going to be doing, this other agent they can do it too. So you can have two people marketing one property, right? You're going to do all the marketing together. And you have another agent who already knows a little bit more about marketing. A lot of lenders don't know enough about marketing to be super helpful with marketing because they all have marketing people. They have a marketing, a marketing team, right? But as agents, we, all, we, we have a little bit more of a marketing sense. Okay. So there's a, a few reasons why I prefer to do open houses with another agent versus a lender. Okay. Back to the plan. Uh, and then what I want you to do is if you have KV Core or whatever your, whatever your website, whatever your CRM is, you need to go and create a squeeze page. Super easy. If you don't know how to create a squeeze page, go ask your broker. Super easy. Create a squeeze page. Okay. So that's day one. Day two, we're on Tuesday. This is going to be a little bit longer of a day because what you're going to do is you're going to make sure there's a few things, a few things are in place, right? You have to make sure that there is an open house on the MLS, right? You ask them on Monday for the open house, set your hours, be consistent. If you want to do open houses 11 to 1, do open houses 11 to 1. If you want to do them 1 to 4, do them 1 to 4. Do them the same time every single week. Okay? It's going to make this much easier to do if you want to incorporate this as part of your marketing plan. Make sure the open house is confirmed on the MLS. Uh, make sure you have a writer. So your writer should be open house Saturday 1 to 4. That's the other reason you want to be have it be consistent. Because you're going to go to the open house. You're going to install your writer on the MLS or on the, on the sign. Now, you, your writer probably can't have 
your name or your broker. So that's not going to be there, but it's just going to be a generic open house Saturday, one to four, open house Sunday, one to four, whatever it is. Okay. You want to do some research. How many of you have been to an open house or your clients have gone to an open house and they come and they're like, well, I went to the open house and I asked the agent a couple of questions about like the age of the roof and things like that. And they had no clue, no clue. That's annoying. So when people, when people do open houses for me, I love it when they ask me as many questions about the property as possible. I will tell you everything you need to know. Sell the house for me, right? It's going to help me. It's going to help in those future relationships when I want to have, when I have someone who I need help, who I want to refer some business to, right? It's going to help that. But do some research because the last thing you want to do is you don't want to go to an open house, spend all this time marketing, all this time, like inviting people to it. And then you know nothing about the house. That's just, that just doesn't create a good picture for you or yourself or your brand. Okay. Then you're going to want to create a flyer. You're going to want to create a just listed letter, not maybe not a just listed letter because it hasn't been just listed, but create a flyer for the neighborhood. Okay. Then you're going to want to make sure you go to Craigslist and you want to post the open house on Craigslist. You want to also post the open house on Facebook, Facebook Marketplace, Google Business, wherever else you can post an open house. Any place else that you can put next door, I think you can do events on next door. I don't know. Right. Any community pages that you might have, post the open house there. Mm-hmm. Also, make sure you post the squeeze page that you created on Monday. That then needs to get posted to Facebook, Google Business, and needs to get shared to every single community group around you. Okay, you're, we have Bonnie Lake Community Group, Buckley Community Group, uh, Bonnie Lake Business Owners, Bonnie Lake Professional, whatever, whatever, right? You're doing an open house on Bonnie Lake. You go to Facebook, you become a member of every single community group there, and you share that squeeze page to all of that, all of those, those, those groups. Then what you're doing is you're not, you're not just like sharing the squeeze page, but you're actually putting a caption behind it, right? You're actually putting a caption. Hey, come visit me in my open house. And you're going to create, you're going to create some mini marketing comments for these open houses. When you do these captions, you're going to create some mini marketing comments, right? Find out what the listing agent said, find out based on your research, what you what you learned and create something on your own. Don't copy the listing agents or don't copy what the MLS says, make your own. And then you're going to order your print materials. Print materials are going to be flyers, postcards, whatever else. Okay. I'm going to take questions in a minute. This is going to take me a minute to get through. So table your questions. because I also might answer it. Okay. Hilaire and and Kayla, I'm not ignoring you just so you know, (laughs) just so you know. Okay. Um, So next on Thursday, so Wednesday, you're going to kind of take a day off because you know, you've done a lot of work. Tuesday is going to be a lot of work. So Wednesday, you're kind of taking a day off and you just kind of emotionally, emotionally preparing yourself, going back to your CRM, you're calling people, whatever. Okay. Thursday, this is when you really start pushing the open house. So you've shared this open house on Facebook, Instagram, all of your community groups, whatever. You've already shared it. But now you've got to email your database. How many of you have a database of people and you email to them regularly? Uh A few. Okay. How many of you email them something valuable? Like something mm-hmm. valuable, not just market updates, not just big long newsletter with a bunch of blah, blah words on them, but something valuable, right? Mm-hmm. Here's what you're going to do. When you're planning your open house, you want to make it something people want to come to. 
What would really make you want to go to someone's open house? Not just because it's an open house. Like when you go to a broker's open, what makes you want to go to a broker's open? The house. The house, right? I like wine. I like food. Food. I like prizes. Mm -hmm. I like giveaways. I like to be able to meet people. Right? So when you're planning, when you're doing an open house and you're actually giving yourself time to plan it, you got to have fun with it. My favorite thing to do is I email my database and we say, hey, come visit ABC open house candy for the kids. Right. So many, there's so many reasons why people would want to come. What are they going to get by coming? Cool. They're going to see an open house. Cool. But if they're not in the market, why are they going to come to an open house? Mm-hmm. If they're not in the market, if they're not shopping right now, they have no reason to come, right? Unless they can win something, yeah. right? Can they win something? Yeah. My favorite, favorite giveaway ever was a wine and cheese basket. I got a wine, I got wine donated by a local winemaker. I bought some cheese, had some chocolate, wine, cheese, and chocolate. I'm sorry. I like wine, cheese, and chocolate. Okay. I ate all three of them together, like one big blob in my mouth. It's fine. <laughs> but, but I had a basket, a giveaway basket. Okay. I'm going to go through the couple days, the, the next, like how I really promoted that. But when I sent out my email, I was like, Hey, you've got to check out this amazing listing. It has got blah, 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 blah. Find all the things that people want to know in your market, go to answerthepublic.com, go to keywords everywhere, whatever you need to, to do, to do your SEO research when you're posting it on Google business, but also in your email campaigns, go ask chat GPT, right? Write a, a really, really exciting email with a really good picture of it. In the email, it's got your squeeze page that you created, not the MLS, not the listing agent's website, your squeeze page that you created. And you want to tell people, hey, just for dropping by, you can win a $50 Home Depot card. You can win a whatever you want. It's okay to bribe people to come to your open house, by the way. Okay, <laughs> It's okay. Yeah. We did a wine and cheese basket. And I told that everyone, everyone that came would get an entry. Now, if they confirmed their they RSVP'd prior, they would get a double entry. It's cool. It's awesome. Got a lot mm-hmm. of people to respond to that. Okay. So be that's why I say in the beginning, you can be really creative with this. Like it's not something that you have to like have just like go and sit there and do an open house. An open house is a waste of money and a waste of time if you're just sitting there like this. Oh hi. Hi, are you looking for a house? Oh, do you have an agent already? Oh, okay. That's, I'm sorry. Don't do that. That is a waste of time. But if you're like, hey, welcome to my open house. You've got to make sure you enter because you're going to win this wine and cheese basket. You're going to win a $50 Home Depot card. Like, thank you for coming by. Take a look. Let me know what your favorite thing about the house is. Let me know what your least favorite thing about the house is. Okay. Give people a reason to talk to you. Give people a reason to come see you. A fifty dollars Home Depot card might not be a good enough reason. I don't know. You gotta you gotta you gotta know your market, okay? You just gotta know your thing. See, I know my client avatar. My client avatar likes wine and cheese and chocolate, okay? Because she's just like me. So <laughs> that's what I know. So if you know your client avatar, it does make this a little bit easier. If you don't know your client avatar, it's a little bit harder. Okay, so let's move on here. Um, so what you're also gonna do once you send that email out is then you're gonna go and you're gonna go on Facebook. And you're going to go live. I actually mean go live, go live, go to Facebook, turn on live and go live. 
I don't mean record a video and post it later. I mean, go live. Because now, the last two days, you've been sharing information on Facebook Marketplace. You've been, you've been putting it in your stories, right? You've done all this stuff. Now you're going to actually go live. Because what you're going to do now is now you're actually going to be able to start drawing people to you. So the whole purpose of marketing an open house this way is that you're not only going to meet new people, but now you're marketing to your sphere. Okay? Your people on Facebook already like you. They already know you. Now you're marketing to your sphere. And you know the other cool thing about this? They don't have to know it's not your listing. Uh-huh. I mean, you have to you have to label, you know, the, the listing agent credit. Most people don't know what that means. Unless you're in the business, you don't know that it says listing courtesy of blah, 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 that that's not your listing, right? No one knows what that means. Uh-huh. But you have to do that probably in your MLS. I can't guarantee it. Most likely you do. Okay. But here's the thing. When I did this, I had zero listings. Zero. I had nothing. I had no idea. This is before I even knew everything I know about marketing today. I, I had not entered Chris from Shore's program. I had not done anything. This is before I knew anything about marketing or anything that I know today about marketing. Now I would probably take this to a whole new level, include a bunch of ads and all this cool stuff in there. Maybe, maybe a funnel, all that stuff, right? But this is really basic. This is a novice. This is for a novice Facebook user. You don't have to know a lot about Facebook to be able to do this stuff. Also, everything that I've shared with you so far has maybe cost $20 in print costs. Okay. So like, this is why it's such a good, a good way to do an open house because you are now able to tell your sphere, Hey, I am active in the real estate business. And that's exactly what you're doing when you're going live. You are now telling people, I'm active in the real estate business. Mm-hmm. I don't have any wins to share. I haven't closed a house in like 20 years or 10 years or however long it might feel. And that's not true for any of you. <laughs> but you don't maybe you don't feel like you have wins to share and you don't really know how to actually tell people you're active in the business. And you don't want to be like, come call me if you want, come call me if you want to buy a house. Right? None of us want to do that. I don't want to do that, people. Oh, I just want people to know that I'm active. Because what happens? Activity breeds activity, right? Once you show that you're active, all of a sudden, hmm, you start becoming active to your sphere. And that's when people start to be like, oh, look at all these. Oh, you're doing a lot of, you've got a lot of business going on right now because you're doing this every week, same time every week, got the same thing going on, right? Your live video, you got to make sure you're doing a tour, but you also have to make sure that you're telling people they got to come see you because why? They're going to win prizes. They're going to win prizes. So they have to come see you, right? The only way to, the only way to, the only way to win the prizes, they have to come to the open house or they have to RSVP. You're also going to create a quick IG reel, TikTok, whatever short form property tour. So you're going to do a live Facebook walkthrough, a longer version. You can repurpose that if you want into a shorter form, TikTok reel, whatever, or you can do a separate TikTok reel for it. Okay. But then you want to re, then I added in here, if you do know anything about running ads, I would probably run this as a reach ad and a video views retarget for the next couple of days. If you don't, ignore this. You're going to do just fine without this, okay? So I'm not going to go into that. But if you do know anything about ads, you can totally run this as an ad. Okay. We're going to move on to Friday. So keep in mind, this whole time, your open house partner, they've been doing all of the same stuff. So you're getting double exposure on this. And at the same time, what else are you doing? You're letting the listing agent know what you are doing. 
So what you're doing now is not only are you getting in front of your sphere, you're getting in front of new people, right? You're making new connections with new agents. And you're also showcasing like, hey, I've got top agent mentality because I'm actually marketing something that people don't, someone else doesn't want to market right now. That's what top agents do. Top agents sell everything that they put their hands on. That's what top agents do. Okay. So on Friday, this is going to be a little bit, this is going to be a little bit more out of the house. You got to get out because what you're going to do is in your research of the property, you pulled up comps and you've been watching the market. You know what's happening in that neighborhood. You know, new listings that came on the market. And now you're going to go tour those homes. Why are you going to tour? Anyone want to guess? Why do you want to tour the comps? Because every single, oh, sorry. Go, Joey. No, I said, I always tour the comps so I know exactly what the comparison is. Sometimes people are really surprised that, oh, this house is better than this, or this yard has backed up to this. If you know the competition already, they don't need to waste time to even see that house sometimes when they're talking, that we know what their preference is, what they're really liking. Right. Because the reason I, someone's going to come, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, we're just out looking at open houses today. And if, if they don't say that, you have, a way, you have a way to talk. Oh, did you see the new one that opened up down the street? Right. Because if they don't want to buy yours and they don't have an agent and you know the comps that are on the market, guess who has the opportunity to grab that buyer and go take them to new open houses? Because you've already looked at them. Not because you saw one that you think might fit. Oh, this is what you want. You're having conversation. You're building relationships. You're establishing that, that trust. You're like, hey, I actually looked at one yesterday that I think would fit you perfectly. You want to go take a look real quick? So you want to make sure you tour the comps. And also, also, when you tour the comps, what do you want to do? Get video. Put them in your stories, right? So what are you, what are you doing now? More activity. You guys, it is fully possible to build an entire business with only social media. It is fully possible. You have to be strategic and you have to be consistent. Okay. It is fully possible. You don't have to spend any money if you don't want to. We've spent a little bit, but you don't have to spend a crap ton of money on ads if you don't want to. You can. Absolutely can. Right. But you don't have to. So all these houses that you're touring, all the comps that you're touring, you're also taking photos, you're taking video, you're letting the listing agent know that you might post it on social. Most of the time they don't care, right? Most of the time they don't care at all, but you're letting them know just to be fully transparent. Don't get yourself in trouble. You're going to review the schedule for those comps. Are those comps also having open houses? Because Why? Because people are going to be out around the same time, right? You've already set your open house schedule. You've already said it's going to be one to four, or 11 to two or whatever's more common in your area. But you, will, but not everyone's going to do the exact same schedule. Some people are going to do like a, you do 11 to two, they're going to do like a 12 to three, right? They're all, everyone's going to have a little bit of a different schedule, but it gives you more conversation pieces, right? You can also tell people in your email or in your social media campaigns, oh, you know what? We're having an open house. We're doing this at ours. But you can also come down and check out these other two that are also in the neighborhood, right? So you give more people more reasons to come talk to you, to respond to you. Your stories, I don't know why I put this on Friday. This is really something you should be doing all week, but you should be announcing the open house and redoing it every single day. Every single day, you should have a story in your open house or in your Instagram and Facebook that talks about the open house every single day. There should never be a 24 hour, any break at all. 
There should always be open house, open house, open house, open house, open house. Okay. And you've already picked your giveaway. So you're announcing your giveaway already. I don't know why I put that on Friday either. Weird. I'm like, why did I do that there? Anyway, so, okay. Saturday is the big day. Now, this is the day that people might, people are going to groan and complain. And this is the one that everyone's going to want to skip. I'm going to tell you why. Because it involves door knocking. Who likes door knocking? Julie's the only one out of our 27 people on this call. Julie raises her hand. But you guys, I'm going to tell you something. Door knocking is a super effective strategy when you have a specific reason to door knock. If you're door knocking just to say, hi, I'm an agent. Do you want to sell your house? That's not effective. Not effective. Think about the last time someone came to your house and actually invite like Girl Scout cookies. I don't know. Like the kids always come and sell chocolate, right? They come to your door. It's really inconvenient to have someone come and knock on your door when you're not expecting. Is that true? But if they have something valuable to offer you, you have a kid on the other end offering to sell you chocolate to raise money for their school, your guard is immediately down, right? Someone comes to your door and they want to invite you to something. I want to invite you to come check out the listing that's in your neighborhood. I don't know if you've seen it, but we're going to be serving pizza. We're going to be serving tacos. We're going to be doing whatever. We just want to meet the neighbors. We want you to have a chance to come by and check it out. Because how often do you get to see your neighbor's house? And I'm sorry, neighbors are nosy. I'm nosy. I want to know what all the insides of my neighbor's houses look like. I want to see how they decorate it. I want to see what is painted. I want to see all, I want to see the layout. I can see the layout in like pictures and kind of my mind, right? But I'm nosy. So when you're inviting someone, inviting them, serving value, 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 you're not trying to sell them on using your services. Door knocking is very effective. Big, big, big success story with this. The first time, very first time, very first time I ever did this, I learned it. I was like, okay, I'm going to try this, right? I learned this and I was like, okay, well, she said I needed to door knock a hundred doors. That's also why you want to have a partner. I'm sorry. Try door knocking a hundred doors on your own in one day. It's hard. You split up and you don't go together. You split up. Hey, we're having an open house. You're all doing the same thing, right? That open house, I had 40 separate groups of people come through. How many of you have ever had 40 on a stale listing? This listing was on the market for 45 days. Six weeks on market, 40 groups came through. So yeah, you've had 40 on a brand new listing. Have you ever had 40 on a stale listing? No. So this is why you need to listen to me because this works. So what happened is the door knocking was what converted people. All the other stuff is cool right? But social media is a long game, right? So that created activity for me online, but the door knocking is immediate. So neighbors came, Hey, you came to our house yesterday. We wanted to check this out. You know, we've actually been thinking about selling our house. Um, we're wondering if you have, if you can come over afterward and kind of give us a walkthrough, let us know what we should do. Okay, cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Wasn't even my listing. That listing agent had that had that listing in that mar- in that neighborhood for six weeks, six weeks, and they came to me. So guess what? I listed that house, and guess how many more listings in that neighborhood I got? Five from door knocking. So don't let anyone tell you that door knocking is an ineffective strategy. It is effective if you are doing it strategically. It is not effective if you're like, hi, I'm Linnea, I'm your neighbor, but I'm also a real estate agent. 
Hey, sorry, <laughs> don't do that. But it was like, hey, guess what? Have you seen the listing that's down the way? It hasn't sold yet, but we have a we have something really fun going on. We'd love to have you come by and see. I've seen people do this with like creating a little bit like of a trade trade booth or a trade event where they'll have like other people come in, like people who are thinking about buying a home or thinking about selling a home. They'll have home inspectors come in and like have information. So your partners in this, if you don't have an agent you want to partner with, because if you do have an agent you want to partner with and you're splitting and you you probably have to work out some sort of commission split, right? Probably do to be fair. Um, but you have your home inspectors come in and have some home or have a handyman come in, have some other people come in that could also buy on to what you're doing, right? And then what happens is now you have another person marketing for you. And especially a small business owner, home inspectors, handymen, they're going to do their thing to try to sell themselves, right? They're going to try to promote as much as possible. They don't, there's not a lot of marketing knowledge there. There's a little bit, but that's all you need. You just need a little bit. And then you're also creating that relationship. You're building that rapport. You're establishing that in the future. When you need another partner, when you need a real estate partner, I want to be that real estate partner for you. That's where this is really like, there's so many different avenues when you're doing an effective open house marketing art marketing. There's so many different avenues that you can reach people. It's not just social media. It's not just mailing. It's not just door knocking. It's not just calling. I mean, you can even call if you like to call or you have someone who can do calls for you. It's a really good time to circle prospect the neighborhood and invite them as well. Just make sure everyone has a script. So it was, it's like, it is a new school digital marketing combined with some old school marketing on massive steroids, right? Their, their old school marketing is still effective if you do it correctly. Don't, don't waste your time just sitting there and doing an open house. So yeah, open houses are a waste of time if you're doing nothing to help push the open house. It's a waste of time. Door knocking is a waste of time if you're just sitting there trying to sell yourself, to sell yourself, 100%. But the other cool thing about door knocking is I learned a ton about the neighborhood. Tons. Neighbors will tell you everything. You learn a ton. Right. So then you start to see, oh, when you within in the future, I use that as like, oh, in this neighborhood, they have all gravel roads, for example. Right. So all of my marketing, my circle prospecting, my my flyers. Right. It all goes out to people with gravel driveways. Right. Very specific you can get very specific niche information by talking to neighbors. So don't skip the open the door knocking piece. General rule is 100 is 100 100 doors. General rule is 100 doors. Jackie's face. It's like a 100 doors. General rule is 100 doors. I have a bad knee. So that's, I usually hire somebody to door knock. I couldn't door knock, but they wouldn't do what I do. So they drop it off, you know, not then as you effective. Do, then you, you, you put in the limit, the limit that works for you, right? The, the thing I said, the, the thing I started this whole call out with is you got to figure out how this works into your business. My general rule is 100 doors. Okay. If you're, if you can get 10, cool, get 10, 10 is better than zero, by the way. Okay. All right. Let's finish this up real quick. Cause I know there's a couple of questions. We're over time. Um, this is also when you want to make sure that you're calling your friends too. Like it's like your friends, your family, they want to support you. My dad, he's like, yeah, I'm coming. Can I bring Joe? And can I bring Cindy? And can I bring all these people? He brings all his friends. Right. So here's, here's me telling my dad, Hey dad, come support me. He's like, of course I'll support you, honey. I'll do anything you need me to. He comes and he supports me. He brings all his friends. So guess what? When his friends need to go sell their house, guess who they call? Not because my dad had to refer them, but he does. Yeah. But, but 
Also because they've already seen me in action. They've already seen what I'm doing to sell a house, right? And that's a really key. That's why this is really good to get listings, also buyers, but with listings, because like they're seeing what you can do, especially the people like that house that I did was on the market for six weeks. The cool thing about that is that they saw that sign for six weeks in the neighborhood and no activity. They said no one going to the house, but then all of a sudden they see me come in in two days and I have more traffic than anything. Okay. So it tells people, this is what you're going to do. Make sure you follow up with the listing agent. Let them know what you're doing. Get any outstanding questions answered. You might've learned something from the neighbors that you might want to ask the listing agent about. Make sure you repost your Craigslist ad because Craigslist is only good for a couple of days. So you have to kind of repost it twice at least. And then get some rest. Because hopefully you've done everything correctly and you have people coming in. The thing that's really important is you want to make sure that the listing agent understands that you are going to arrive at the open house early. Do not start. I'm going to say this one time. If your open house starts at 11 and you show up at 11, you are incredibly late. You are beyond late. You shouldn't even be there. Because how do you want to represent yourself to people that come in? Do you want to represent yourself as someone who's scrambling to set up signs? Do you want to represent yourself as someone who's scrambling to sweep up because you saw dirt on the floor? Right? You see fingerprints on the window and people are walking in and you're like, oh, shoot, let me clean the window real quick. Is that the representation that you want to give people? No. I mean, that's not what I want. So if your open house starts at 11, you should really think about showing up around nine. Because you're probably going to miss a couple doors that you needed not to knock the day before, right? You're probably going to be like, oh, I have some extra flyers. Maybe I can hang with the local Starbucks, right? You're going to want to do a little tour before you go live at the open house to let people know, hey, open house is live. We've been talking about this all the time, right? You're going to want to do that. You can't do all that if you get there at 11 and make sure that the house is actually ready to go. So my general rule is show up two hours early when you're doing this. Because two hours is kind of what I found to be that key. Plus, especially if you have a lender, they're going to show up at 11.15. Okay, they always show up late. They always do. I've never had a lender show up to an open house on time ever. Okay. So like, if you're counting on a lender as a, as a partner, like they're going to be late anyway. So you have to do all the prep work yourself. If they show up early, great. Maybe you don't need to show up two hours early. But tell yourself, I want to be there two hours early. Okay. Then this is the key. Day of the open house, you got to make sure you have a sign in, right? Everyone should get some swag for signing in, right? Not only is it safety, safety that people should sign into someone else's house, right? I'm a big, 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 like safety first. You should, you do as an agent, by the way, have the right to know who is in a vacant house with you. You have the right to know that is safety. So if people refuse to sign in, throw out the safety, throw out the safety card. For my safety, this is a vacant house. The seller, we need to know who's in the house. If you don't want us to call you or text you or email you, that's fine. We won't. But I do need to know who you are. Fair, right? Now, this is how you get people to give you permission to call, text you, or to let you call them and text them, email them. We have a giveaway, right? And we're going to give, you have to be the grand prize winner. How do we know? We want to make sure you get the grand prize. We want to make sure you get the wine and chocolate and cheese basket, right? Everybody signs in. But 
One of you partners is out front greeting people as they come in. You're not sitting there on the couch. Oh, oh, hi. That's not what you're doing. This is an active open house. You're greeting someone out front. The next person's inside, okay? One person's out front greeting, trying to get them to sign in out front. Next person's inside. Hey, if you have any questions, here you go. Handing them your, your fact sheet, right? So two people, that's why you need two people. Then you're going through, you're talking to people, you're getting people's contact information. When you're done, of course, you got to clean it up. Make sure you take notes. Make sure you tell the listing agent what happened. But here's the key. Your winner <laughs> is strategic. Your winner is that person who's hot. Your winner is that person who, you know, you found out that they're looking to buy a house, but they may also have a house to sell. They're not really sure quite yet, right? Oh, okay. Well, guess what? Part of your prize is not only the wine, cheese, chocolate basket, but it's your marketing plan. It's your general CMA, right? Because you've already done a CMA of the general area, right? You did that when you're doing touring comps, doing research. You already have a general CMA. It doesn't have to be specific and it shouldn't be anyway until you actually do a home value analysis, but you can do a neighborhood analysis. Hey, Chewy, it's Linnea. Oh my God, thanks so much for coming to our open house. I have great news. You're the grand prize winner. What's your address? Let me drop it off to you. Okay, phone number. Maybe get their email, but you got their address. Then you go over to their house, drop it off. Thank you so much. Congratulations. You're the big winner. But I also wanted to let you know, I know that you said you were considering selling. It might help you to know a little bit more about your neighborhood and what's going on. Here you go. There you go. There is the open house marketing plan. Questions, Hilaire, thank you for being patient. I just wanted to get through it because I knew it was gonna take a minute. You're muted. Hi, um, I just wanted to get a little more clarification on the um, commission and if you, two agents are doing it. I've done it with two mortgage or with an agent and mortgage broker and that didn't work out so well. Nope, never does. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for a couple of reasons, but. Uh, when it's an agent and an agent, I've actually gotten burned on this one. I did eight open houses for this one person and I, she won because it was her listing. I never got anything and I put a lot of effort into it. Um, how do you, how do you come in upon a, an agreement and what type of commission are you thinking? Well, I did this. I said, look, if you do every single thing that I'm doing in the exact same capacity I'm doing it, we'll do 50-50. Yep. But if you miss one thing, it's going to go down 5%. You miss two things, it goes down 5%. Three things, 5%. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. And you come to an agreement, put it in writing. Because the reason, mm -hmm. the, the reality is you're not finding another agent who knows how to do this, right? So this is, this is the other thing I'm going to put out there. If you are recruiting or if you're agent attracting, this is another really good way to attract agents because now you are serving agents as well. You are teaching someone how to build a business. How many of you are attracted to people, other agents who have success, who can help you build a business? Every single one of us are. Whether it's a coach, whether it's an agent, it doesn't matter. Every single one of us wants to learn success from someone else. So this is a really good way to do that as well. So and how do you? Start, and how do you ensure that they're going to show up? Because I've tried this and 
then at the for my own mistake. And then the agent backs out at the last minute. Well, that I would put that back on you on who you're choosing to do this with. Don't don't yeah. find a person that you don't really know that well, right? Yeah. Really strategic ways, Hilaire, just because I know you are at EXP. If this person is on your agent list, on your top 100 agent list, that might be a good person. If they are not on your top 100 or even your top 10 agent list, don't choose them. Be strategic because it's your. this is your open house. This is your plan. You're basically letting someone else come into what you are doing. So if they don't show up, well, I would stop all efforts with them. I wouldn't worry about it at all. But yeah. you know, if they didn't, guess what? You may have gotten something from them. They may have shared the the dual marketing on social media once or twice, right? There's a there's a lot of there's a lot of different objections that you could have to something like this. But really, the thing you have to remember is this is your plan. This is something you are doing. You have complete control over who you work with. And if you're if you're concerned about someone not showing up, then uh, find a backup just in case, and don't pay them fifty fifty. Does that help? Yeah. Okay. Sort of. <laughs> Petia. Alinea, so I have a bunch of questions and I'm going to start with order uh, with your presentation. So you say that we have to go live, but I have a phobia of going live, not because of that, because I just forget words and, you know, it's a lot of pressure. Can we use live stream for that? Just editing the video because we know that live stream pretends that we're going live. Well, that's also, I also started out the whole thing saying, if this doesn't fit your business model, you got to adjust it to your business model. So if you don't want to go live, don't go live. I mean, I would love to trick the algorithm and people to think that I'm live until I build the confidence with it, but I don't feel ready for it. In this then don't do it right away. Make sure you add it in. Add it in as you go. Okay. But the um, only way to get comfortable with something is to do it. That's another thing. I tried to do the door knocking. I had the hundred printings and I didn't do it. I just freezed. I walked the streets. I even got dog. I, I got my dog and I just didn't do it. I I just couldn't overcome the fear of talking to people. Also, just so you know, on uh, Facebook, you can practice going live. Okay, if you go and you hit live, and then you go and select your audience, you can go only me, and it's going to show you that you're live, but the only person seeing it is you. Really? So it's a, yeah, it's a really good way to practice going live. If you're uncomfortable going live on Facebook, it's how I started getting comfortable going live. It's really easy. So you just go to let me unblur my screen and I can show you real quick here. How do I unblur my screen? Um, I don't even know. I don't know how to unblur, unblur my screen anyway, but you practice, you select your audience. And then at the bottom, there's an option that says only me. So there you go. You can try practice doing that. Maybe that'll help you get over that. Okay. I didn't know about that. Mm -hmm. um, my next question is, you suggest to do these open houses in the neighborhood that we would like eventually to farm, grow, uh, and all of that. Um, but since uh, our brokerage does not allow to do open houses for other brokerages, and if we find the right house, but it's not in the specific neighborhood, would you do the open house? Or if we find the right neighborhood but it's not the perfect house would you still do it the open house as long as it's going to fit within my brand yes okay i mean there's there's some different things you got to work around so you have to make you have to understand what your brokerage says or what your mls says 
right? You have to understand that. The other really good way is because you are at EXP, you can go onto your state group and you can say, hey, who's got any open houses? Who has sale listings that would like an open house? Post that in your state group and see who responds and then look at those and see if any of them fit. You got to be strategic, right? So, but when you're farming, you're not farming just 50 neighbors. You're farming, you're farming. If you're doing EDDM, you're farming at least a thousand. So it's okay to like get outside of like a 50 block rate, a 50 house radius and move because you're, you're EDDM, you're, you're going to at least a thousand people. Right. So when I say like be strategic, like I don't, I don't know New Jersey at all, New Jersey geography, but I am not going to be doing this in, in West Seattle for me. West Seattle is about 50 miles away from me. It's got beautiful, beautiful homes, right? But it's 50 miles away. I'm not going to do that. What I do it in, like, I want Lake Taps or Tacoma, right? But what I do one in Puyallup, absolutely. Because Puyallup's within my geographic area. Make sense? So like Puyallup's like 10 minutes from my house. So like you kind of, kind of figure out geographically. So there's a lot of way, again, we can go back to this. There's going to be a lot of objections as to what you cannot do with this. So think about what you can do because what you can do is you can be super creative with it for sure. Uh, and another question talking about demographics, uh, I see the homes that we try, you know, to farm and with the higher price range, usually those people, if they come to our open house, they will already have an agent and you understand what I'm saying? So this is I also- can, yeah. I, I consider that to be another objection. And the thing you want to remember is you're not coming to this to like have a, have to meet clients there. You're doing this to promote yourself online, to build that relationship online. So it doesn't matter if every single person that comes to the open house has an agent. It doesn't matter. Because what you've done prior to this is you've really put yourself out there online. You've introduced yourself to your community. You've done everything that you can to, to market yourself. So if every single person comes to that open house and they have an agent, you know, you can't go to their house and drop off a CMA. That's not a big deal, but you still did get something from it. And I think my last question, you said that you were going to run a reach ad uh, and video view ads retarget. So the reach ad is the reach ad and the retargeting one is the video views. Yep. Okay. And since this is not our listing, what kind of video we're going to use for that? The one that you created on day one when you went and walked through it yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I think these are all my questions. You're welcome. Julie. Um, I actually added on your program one more thing to do. Right after the open house, say if my open house is two to four, I already have scheduled appointment for the nearest uh, competitor house at 4.30 and as well as 5 o'clock appointments set up. I can I cancel those anytime. But if somebody brand new, no agent, hey, why not we compare this house with this, this, and this, and then make a decision tonight, which one you like. So already have the scheduled appointments. Uh, and then also that door knocking thing, I literally always, always 20 doors this way, that way, if it's a neighborhood like that, that I schedule it, like, you know, um, and then set appointment. But then after your initial open house training that I attended, I forgot what day, I closed five closings because I changed the entire strategy according to you. I still don't do any Facebook ad. I still don't know any videos, but literally only because of the door knock and actual contest or something at the things and the stories, it's five closings that I had already this year because of open house yeah, how many and I just like do one, one school district five closings from it what i said how many of you would like to do one open house and get five closings 
And I mean, every single person should have a hand raised. And one open house and normally the score is two. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for that. Also, you guys, Joey put in her, in the comments, her like, her like script for when she door knocks too. So if you want to know, there's one for you. It's really good. Um, and that is actually, again, you are helping your nearby restaurant. So if you're doing 10 to 12, hey, why not you have lunch, talk about this property and I will meet you at one o'clock. Here is a 15% coupon for you to go to the nearest thing. So you're helping the community again, or even the ice cream, something like nearby, if the kids friendly neighborhood, like you have to be creative, what they will like nearby in the community. I like it. I like, like it. If it's seniors, obviously I'm not giving the ice cream or something. I will rather think about the basket is different. Or like, you know, it's a senior community. They what they would like to do. That goes back to the being strategic. Like understand your audience, right? Know what's going to work. Because not everything's going to work for this. Not everything is going to work for every single community. So I like that. Thank you for sharing. Kayla. Sorry. Thank you so much for doing this. This is awesome. Um Question. I figured out what SP is. That's a squeeze page. Um, door knocking. Can you start that on Friday? Would you start that on Friday or just do it Saturday morning prior to? You could totally do it on Friday. Okay. Do it both days. I would probably, you know, if you wanted to. And then another thing too, is if people don't answer the door, would you leave a flyer? Yes. Always okay. have like, so whenever you door knock, like you always want to make sure you have something. I have a little swag bag and it's got like the flyer in it. it also, it's also got like a, a little letter that I put in there that says, you know, your neighbor's home is on the market. When it sells, it will affect your home value. If you are curious to know what happens when it sells, scan the QR code. Directs and right into KB Core to um, the seller home valuation page. And then they go on a drip campaign. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Um and I also so, have a slide in there, like I have a little stress ball or hand sanitizer or something that I put in there too. Just something. And then, um, so one question too, you said if people sign up for the open house prior to, they get two um, raffle tickets or what, whatever, drawing tickets. Yeah. Um, are, so when you do your Facebook ad, are you doing that with a form so that if they want that? Yeah. Okay. And then last question is... Um, Install the open house rider on Tuesday. I, I'm not following that. That's like, you know, you know what a sign writer is, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Sign, yeah. Put it on the house on like Tuesday. So people know because you want to, so people that are driving by, they want to start, they, they want them to start noticing there's going to be an open house, especially if it's a listing that has not had activity in quite some time. Gotcha. Right? You want to okay. Start, like, getting people to, because you want to try to grab people, to, you want to try to grab traffic. So. so you're talking, you probably need an, a generic open house sign. That's why I said, yeah, that's why I said you want to do it at the same time all the time. So your writer would say open house Sunday, one to four. Gotcha. Okay. And so it's always okay. the same, always the same time. So you and never. Do you put that just right on the lawn to start with? I put it on the sign. No, no, no. The, the open house sign. Do you put that just for the preceding the open house? And then obviously on the day of open house, you go put it on corners and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But the, the preceding that. What do you mean? Do I so, I'm talking about just the open house sign altogether. I mean, you could. Where would you put the writer? The writer goes on the sign. Oh, I'm on the, on the for sale sign. Yeah. Clearly I haven't done a lot of this. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right on top of the sign. It, it's okay. called a rider because it rides, it rides. Yeah. No, I get that part of it. I'm just not sure which sign you're putting it on. So it makes oh, much yeah. more sense. The listing okay. sign. Okay. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful day and I really appreciate your effort and time and your brilliance and beauty. <laughs> Thanks, Kayla. You betcha. Uh, Petya. Uh, so when you said uh, knock on hundred doors, is this including the doors that people do not answer or your goal is to get 100 people answering the door? 
Well, it's up to you. You want to talk to 100 people or do you want to just knock on 100 doors? It doesn't matter. I say 100. How, how, do you count, how do you count this as 100? I just want to know. 100 doors. I knock on 100 doors. So if they answer, they answer. If they don't, they don't. That's why I leave something behind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the other thing is uh, if uh, we, we want to do an open house to a house that um, gets open house activities from other agents, but they don't have our strategies. And since our strategy is to do it on Sunday, but let's say they do it on Saturday, how we can apply your suggestion of putting our sign there a little bit earlier during the week since then you wouldn't be able to take advantage. Don't do it, right? I mean, you could you could put it up and just ignore if someone's doing one there on Saturday, I wouldn't do one on Sunday. Okay. I wouldn't I this this is not like I'm not trying to double up on someone else's efforts, right? Like this is like for me only. So if I'm finding a listing that's not been on the, that has not had a lot of activity. It's still on the market. It's still sitting there. It's stale. It needs help moving. So that's why I'm doing this. So and likely the likelihood of someone else doing an open house that's been sitting on the market for a long time is very, very, very slim. Because I bet there's probably even people on this call who probably would never have done an open house on a stale listing until we talked about how to actually do it. So your suggestion is if it's like over two weeks, better don't do it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, your market might say it's a little bit longer. My market right now says two weeks is fine. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Jackie. And then we'll be done because you guys were way over time. I am so sorry. Thank you for all who are here with me still. Hi there. <laughs> Hi. So what about country property? This, well, I'm doing an open house Saturday and Sunday. It's not, it's like right on the edge of suburbia. <laughs> so it's a, there are very few homes on that street. And I thought of marketing to or door knocking to the neighboring, but they're not right there. So yeah, see, that's when I would probably readjust my strategy and not hit a hundred doors. Cause you're not right. gonna have hundred doors on acreage. That's gonna take like years. Right. But but I'm like a hundred doors. Like for me, when I'm doing it, I'm doing houses at home that are in like really condensed neighborhoods. But for you, I mean, maybe that's 10. Maybe that's yeah, my, my, where I'm, I am, my, there's not a lot of EXP agents here. And so my pool of choices is very tiny. Yeah. For open houses. And I'd like. You can try finding I, a lender, try finding another, another partner, but. I will tell you, like, my experience is better with agents, but you can absolutely do it with a lender. You can absolutely do it with someone else if that's what works for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome. Hilaire, do you have one more question? Yes. Um, I'm thinking of a house that's been on the market for a while. So it's stale. It's been on six months and there is a boundary, boundary line dispute with the HOA. Mm-hmm. And there's actually attorneys involved. So I'm thinking, I don't want to do that until it's cleared up. Any thoughts? Why? Because it's a nightmare. You're not trying to sell <laughs> that house. Oh, okay. Just to, The whole purpose of this open house is not, I mean, yeah. yeah, if you sell that house, great, right? But the whole purpose is that... People right now, you guys are all trying to look for a different way to get business, right? We're all trying yeah. to look for a different way to get to find people, right? So I'm giving True. you a different way. So who cares if there's a boundary dispute? Cool. That gives you one more piece of knowledge, you know. So when you talk to people about that house, great. 
But what you're going to do in the meantime is you're going to build relationships with your community. You're going to have other ways to talk to people, other ways to get out in front of people. You're going to be able to partner with your local businesses by doing a coffee shop discount like Juwi does. You're going to be able to partner with a business partner. Like if you have an inspector or somebody else in the home industry come and like co-host the open house with you, you're going to be able to meet neighbors. You're going to be able to post on social. You're going to be able to show your sphere that you're active. You're going to be able to reach out to your database right? We're we're literally every single piece of marketing, right? Database, social media, uh, community, so many different ways. So, you know, all of those, there's like a lot of, a lot of weight reasons why I can, people will have excuses to not want to do this and you don't have to do it, but this is like, you're not, the intent is not to sell that house. If you do great, awesome. Right. The whole reason I want you to choose, choose a house that fits your branding is because you don't want to be doing a fixer an open house, putting all this time and energy into marketing a fixer. Yeah. Brand. Make yeah. sense? Yeah. And so I would, if, if it's a house that's in the neighborhood, it's a, it's a house that you would like more listings in that neighborhood. I would absolutely do it. Who cares if there's boundary dispute? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Didn't think about that. <laughs> yep. And it's going to be great. The reason you want to let the listing agent know what's going on is because if they have a house that's been sitting on the market for six months, it is likely their seller is starting to get pissed off. Right? So it's going to help them. It's going to help the other agent because you're bringing traffic to the house. You're bringing new light. And to them, to their client, they look like a hero. Okay? And then it expires. If, for example, it expires, guess who they'll probably think about when it comes to actually listing again? Yeah, the listing agent in this case is the owner. Well, then maybe I wouldn't do that one. Why not? I wouldn't do another agent's open house. Like if it's an owner, I probably wouldn't do an open house for them. Why? I don't know. I wouldn't. That's just not my. It's not what I would do. Oh, uh, interesting. I've done it. I've done it before, and they were they're really, really, really particular about certain things. They try to have a little bit more control over what you can and can't do for their own listing. Oh, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay, you guys. Well, okay. thank you. I know this is really long. I appreciate you all being here. I have to hop on another call. If you guys have questions, you know where to find me. I'll see you next week. Thank you, Lolita. All right. Bye. Thank you. Thanks, Lolita. Bye. Thank you so If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.